0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Scope! And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane! Welcome to episode 306 of The Scope. We are back. It is November. There's a little chill in the air. The leaves are still falling from the trees. Oh, I got a big tree and it's just dropping. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. The tree's big, though. What do you
2: want?
0: Yeah. Well, I hate where a lot of us are in the same boat. Adam, you have a lot of a yard, yard waste you got to pick up?
2: Yeah, our, our tree always uh, drops a little late. Um, but uh, I have a riding mower this what? year from uh, my in laws. And you got like three, four acres over there? What's going on? <laughs> no, just, yeah, whatever, quarter acre. Um, Someday we'll come out and
0: visit your house.
2: Yeah, uh, you have to get invited first. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, we are vampires. So. I was trying. <laughs> uh they they <laughs> manny's dad's a little bit of a collector uh so he likes to buy just used shit on uh, uh on craigslist so yeah, yeah he he had three um and uh, said i don't need this one anymore you guys have a, a lot of leaves you want this one i'll take that one have
0: hopefully. you used it Used it last year yeah it's, it's nice and hopefully it doesn't break or anything like that because then you're in i got zone. it
2: all tuned up and stuff for this over the you know in the
0: spring how do you get it to where it needs to go what do you mean for the tune-up
2: oh there's a because i don't have a trailer yeah um there's a place near me that uh they'll come to your house and pick it up oh awesome if if you're within five miles yeah
0: wow it's a good deal very good deal well hey we're not here to talk about leaves but it is sort of fun i mean it makes our show sound like it's Done by 70 year olds and we're we're getting there, but we're not quite there yet.
2: We do have a leaf bracket coming
0: up. We do. Not- yeah. There's just nothing <laughs> nothing but different oaks and maples and
1: look, you'd think you think an oak would run away with it, but a sugar maple, that's a majestic leaf.
0: It's- <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything. I think we should probably just close up shop. This will be our tight <laughs> forty seconds show. <laughs> um So I wanted to spend some time today talking about the last Disney slash Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show. That is What If. Um, Adam, have you watched this show? Yes, of course. Okay. Well, so for the people that don't know, um, What If is an animated, how many episodes? I don't remember. Nine. Nine.
1: Nine Nine in the first season. It was supposed to be 10. They ran out of time because of COVID producing a 10th episode. So
0: So it's. Nine episodes of essentially alternative history Marvel stories. Uh, And in this case, it's based all around the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, What If originally comes from a long running Marvel comic book where they would tell stories that would be like, what if Wolverine was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or, you know, what if Aunt May became Spider-Man? Sometimes they'd be very serious stories. Sometimes they'd be silly. Um, usually drawn and written by different people. Um, sometimes very, very successful, really interesting, and sometimes not so good. Uh, but uh, Disney decided, hey, this would make a really great Marvel show. And not only is are we going to have it be a Marvel show, it's going to be animated. So this is officially the first Disney Plus animated Marvel television program. Um, the little caveat to that is, is that it stars a lot of the, or it features a lot of the original voices of the, the actors that played those characters in the real world. So, mm-hmm. so, um, nine episodes. I think, I, I think we can talk about, we've kind of, co- we've kind of covered the history. Uh, did you guys enjoy this program? Uh, were there any episodes that were standouts? Um, just the whole conceit of it. Uh, Is it something that Disney hit a home run with or middling or poor? Um, What do you guys think? We'll start with you, Jared.
1: Uh, Overall, I really liked it. Um, I don't think every episode was a great one. I thought the first one, the captain Carter episode was fantastic. And as you said, uh, had me wishing for a a series of just that, those characters, those versions of the characters. I think those, those would be really strong and really interesting. Um, Um, some of the other ones, like I didn't really enjoy the what if all the Avengers died episode um, as much. It um, ties into the end pretty nicely, but um just wasn't as much fun. I didn't really enjoy the Killmonger episode as much. I'd like to find out he's a
0: badass villain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I think some of the episodes that I didn't enjoy as much have some payoffs at the end of the series that definitely make them worth it. So I, I don't think it was time wasted or a missed opportunity necessarily. I just don't know that the, the stories on all of them were equally as interesting. Yeah. Um, I did like the zombie episode quite a bit. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. Um, what else? Yeah. I think it's overall, I really, I enjoyed the style of the show. I enjoyed um, the voice acting, especially some of the replacement actors um, did a good job of, of simulating the, the, the voices we know. Especially yeah. the guy who plays Aaron on The Walking Dead. I forget the actor's name, but um, he did Red Skull. He did um, Ultron's voice, which he did a really good like mm-hmm. version of of uh, the Ultron voice from the movie. So good job for him.
0: Adam, the animation in this looks a little bit like... <laughs> the, is it Telltale animation that they did in like their they're walking dead walking dead yeah do you think so i don't know i mean it's just trying in some ways they sort of try to simulate comic book comic book look but obviously much glossier much smoother but i think there's hints of that like it's sort of it's you know just sort of the house style at least for at least for these characters and i think it also gives them the ability to kind of make the 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 characters look a bit more like the 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 real life Real live versions of them. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think uh, in terms of in terms of the design choices? I I really liked the
2: animation style. It, it felt different than you know uh, most animation that I've I, I've seen recently. Um, and every episode, like I kept just thinking to myself, I really like how this looks. Um, I think I was reading some comments that it's like technically like cheaper uh animation style or something it's not hand drawn it's yeah. i don't know people were people were i don't know putting putting it down but it, it, people on the internet are gonna do um i'd never seen it before and i i liked how it looked so i was yeah i was i was into that um it's funny that you guys mentioned with the the voice actors i kept thinking the whole time and i don't know why <laughs> Thinking about this it's like don't these guys have some have better things to do than than record voices? Like I can't imagine who goes and says, "Hey, um, I, Sam Jackson, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, we need you to step into the recording studio yeah. for uh, a, a couple of days for this cartoon." Uh, I'm sure it's fine. It's like in their contracts. Maybe they love doing it. Yeah, it just seems like I, I, for some reason I just I noticed it every episode um that 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 was going on it's probably Um, really easy money for them yeah
0: and yes it it gives it gives it more credibility that they're there um but yeah yeah, i agree with you like if you're if you're uh some famous actor and you got to go and do that you really want to do it i don't know
2: yeah it's the um the thing that is going on with commercials right now right where it used to be if you're an a-list actor you didn't do commercials because it was it was a it was below you and yeah. b I think there was some idea of there's commercials act commercial actors out there they need jobs yeah let them do it and so that's I don't know that's not like I didn't dislike the show because of it but you mentioned the replacements like Lake Bell who's a comedian that I like a lot mm-hmm. you know she did Black Widow's voice mm-hmm. I didn't notice it wasn't uh you know that it was different yeah. but like i knew it was different but it I sounded a little off like, like
0: you're thinking that yeah. c- that could be scarlet yeah but it's just a yeah. little off but still it was it was a good enough replacement that that you didn't just stop and go like oh boy yeah i'm, I'm totally
2: i, I, I mean I, honestly I, I think- other than chadwick Bozeman like whose voice would you notice if they were like i feel like anyone could do a chris hemsworth thor you know, I feel like there's a billion impersonators. Yeah, I mean, he's sound...
1: doing a voice anyway. Right. He's not right. Chris Hemsworth. He's doing yeah. a Thor voice. So, yeah. yeah, you just have to approximate that. I think I think what you're feeling is a little bit like we feel like maybe these actors are like this kind of material is beneath them. And that the fact that they're doing it at all feels like. Like, we don't want to push them too far because then they will be like, I'm done with this terrible Marvel stuff. I never want. I'm a serious actor. Why am I wearing a cape and running around in tights or whatever? Like, we feel like that's where they're at. And so for, for us to ask them, could you do some voices for this cartoon as well? It might be too much and it might push them away from the role that we want them to continue doing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But I think a lot of them actually like it. And also a lot of them do it because their kids like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think hope so. Like I would think if I were an actor on it. Sorry Adam, didn't mean to interrupt. But okay. there's there's a part of me that would want to keep the integrity of the character. Right. So I would want to do my own voice.
1: Especially if you, if you spent so much time yeah. like defining that character.
0: Yeah. You want to make not, sure that's that rep- represented Maybe they're just not as precious about it either. You know, some of yeah.
2: them. I will, I'll just say, like, ever since I saw Nicole Kidman as Aquaman's mom, I just felt like... And I I don't hate that movie. I think that movie is, is kind of okay, especially given the other DC movies. But... It has its moments,
1: I, but overall... Yeah.
2: Nicole, Nicole. it's like, there's nothing that special about Nicole Kidman in my mind. But, like, Nicole Kidman shouldn't be dressing up like a superhero. Like, that, that version of
0: one. She show. wore a bone costume. Yeah. So don't even yeah. get me started. It wasn't even a superhero. It was terrible. Yeah. But, yeah she wore a bone um, costume. Um,
2: but I will say that I liked the series a lot. It was way too dour uh, for me. You know, like most of the episodes ended in a depressing tone. Yeah. And I understand that that was building towards the end. Um but, and, and maybe that is a more interesting one-off story is, you know, Hey, what if, cause the Avengers always win. Hey, what if the heroes didn't win? I get that. But I think that that's one of the reasons why the Peggy Carter one was so good. It was, it is still the same. I mean, it was basically kind of like uh, the force awakens to uh, yeah. a new hope, right? It was yeah, just like yeah, yeah. a different character still winning in a different way. And it was just kind of cool. So it's like I kind of like that the Star Lord episode and then Party Thor. <laughs> the that most, was cuz to me were, that was really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were just silly. Um
0: yeah. I I appreciated yeah. it because it it followed the template that was set up in the comic book cuz sometimes you could get a really stupid funny story and other times it would be oh the world ends because this did not happen the way it did in the original Marvel universe. So I actually mm-hmm. thought it was kind of brave in the sense that Yeah, sometimes everybody dies, you know, like it's just not going to work out. Um, And other times, you know, Thor gets scolded by his mom and tricks her and convinces her that he actually uh, is on Earth for a learning opportunity, that sort of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I thought it was I thought that was kind of the the tonal shifts that a show like that allows the viewers to go through. That's pretty interesting, I think. Yeah. Who
2: who did the voice of uh, of his mom?
0: Um, it was not, uh, it was not the original actress. Why am I blanking? It was somebody else, but she was good. It was good. Um, the, the one thing that I would say going into the series that Jared, I think maybe you and I talked about this, Adam, obviously we don't ever talk except for the show, but there, I think there was a little bit of an expectation that this series would explore all of the Marvel lore, you know, not just be set very specifically in the the cinematic universe because so many of the stories like the Marvel Zombies for instance, that is a long running Marvel comic book that doesn't follow any of what happens in this, you know, that particular episode. It's it's tied into Marvel Comics lore. So, you know, all the supervillains and all the superheroes are zombies with the exception of a few. It's not just limited to those characters. Mm-hmm. And other people also thought that, oh, maybe they might bring in the Fantastic Four. Maybe they, they might bring in the Avengers because you can do that. But clearly this series ends up being a part of a very planned, we're only going to feature these characters. And we when we decide to show you the X-Men, it's going to be on our terms. And it's not going to be in a cartoon. It is going to be in the movies or maybe a premiere or elite TV series. But it's certainly not going to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, Any of you disappointed with that decision, or do you think that was the right way to go?
1: Maybe a little bit. I I sort of had the idea in my head when the show was announced that it was kind of just going to be a free for all, one off. We can kind of do whatever we want to because it's what if. These aren't real stories. It doesn't actually connect to the MCU in any way. It's just fun things we can do through animation to tell interesting stories. But uh, given the events of Loki and kind of where we're headed with this next phase of the movies, this legitimately could be part of MCU continuity. I mean, we're, sure. we're obviously yeah. exploring the multiverse and uh, the multiverse is, is, is expanding and growing now after Loki. Um, and this just feels like the next part of that. And who knows, maybe these versions of these characters show up in live action in Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness or uh, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You never know. It's yeah. very possible.
0: I would absolutely yeah, I mean, see a Peggy Carter <clears throat> live action movie. I mean, she could be the next Captain America as as far as I'm concerned, Um, you know, or, you know, tangentially connected some way. I think that'd be interesting. Sorry, Adam, didn't mean to interrupt.
2: I was just going to say, yeah, the end of Loki and this made me think that this watcher. Is you know A lot uh, maybe there only is one Watcher I guess really across the multiverse
0: I, I don't know how they want to deal there with that, like but.
1: three of them in that stanley moment right in Guardians two
0: yeah there's multi I think there are multiple Watchers but maybe yeah. I don't know yeah. I don't know whatever yeah. they
2: wanted yeah, yeah. um but it, yeah it made me think oh you know th- if this isn't the Watcher's introduction to you know the MCU it's enough of an entry where there will at least be allusions to him uh, or maybe, yeah, maybe specifically, um, you know, there's, there's callbacks or these characters. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think the one thing that we can take from this is that at least in the Marvel cinematic universe, whether it be movies or the TV shows that are on Disney plus, nothing is happenstance. Nothing is random. It's always going to be connected in some way. And this will tie into a broader, the broader storyline of multiverse that is going to be the cornerstone of this next phase of the Marvel universe, which I'm really, really excited about if it's done well. And uh, I think that that will have the ability to surprise us when we sort of feel like we've seen it all in the last couple of uh, phases of the Marvel universe, like what can they do? Well, this, this is, this is it. So hopefully it's laying the groundwork. And as you mentioned what they did in Loki and what they did in this, and then upcoming with Spider-Man and then Dr. Strange and then Ant-Man as well. Uh, It could be very, very
1: Spider-Man. Jeez.
0: Yep. I mean, spider Man's going to kick all that stuff off. So we'll see how it goes. Well, fantastic. You know, We didn't spend all this time talking about what if for no particular reason. We heard the scope decided what if the scope had a what if and we have that and it is called suppose that the scope presents suppose that Uh, and that will be our next segment. Let's take a quick break and we'll get to it right after this. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, the holidays are fast approaching. We're into November. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it. And then it's Christmas. And what better thing to do around the holidays but give a gift to your favorite podcast. You can do that. Patreon.com slash the Scope Show is the place to do it. Patreon is the service where you can support creators like us who give you content. And you want to just give them a little something, a little uh, token of your appreciation called money. Do that. Pledge as little as a dollar per episode. Set a monthly cap. Cancel anytime. time. Uh, we don't put out enough content for you're going to want to cancel or set a cap. So just do that. Dollar, $3, $10 per month. Do it. It's fun. Patreon.com slash the Scope Show for more information.
0: Tonight, we explore our very own version of Marvel's What If. In the Scopes version, we ask the question, suppose that pop culture moments from our reality play out completely differently in in others. What would happen? Would the world care about Star Wars, Spider-Man, or Harry Potter? Well, we ask the question, suppose that, and then speculate on the answer. Welcome to the Scopes, suppose that...
1: want that 100 percent content match
0: i love it well gentlemen yes indeed it is the scope suppose that and we've got one big question that ties into the marvel cinematic universe and i think this is going to be an interesting one uh let me throw it at you and see what you say suppose that marvel never cast robert downey jr as tony stark and instead hired the original actor rumored to fill the shiny suit of armor armor that being tom cruise Yes, in 1998, 10 years before Favreau's hit film, Tom Cruise expressed interest in producing and starring as Iron Man. How would that have shaken up the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it? Um, So keep in mind, this is right around the time that X-Men became a thing. I think X-Men was in 2000. So at the time, Fox was shopping around their own script and their own ideas. And both Tom Cruise and Nick Cage you know Nick Cage the guy Nick that you Cage want. was attached to everything wasn't yeah, he? I know but let's just say Tom Cruise takes on that role and we can say he took it on in 1999 we can say he took it on as as the Robert jo- Downey Jr role but I think the end result is going to be the same as that the Marvel cinematic universe is going to be completely different um or doesn't exist or doesn't right? exist like- yeah so I think I think we have to look at this as what kind of actor and what sort of expectation Tom Cruise brings into a film versus Robert Downey Jr. And, you know, you look at Tom Cruise, especially if he took that film in 1998 to that 2000, he had only had one Mission Impossible film at that time. Um, and Tom Cruise movies, especially those big action films are really about him for you know for every magnolia that he does you know he does 10 movies that are jack reachers that are very much about him and his story but at this
1: point in time he hasn't done magnolia
0: yes that's true i mean he certainly
1: he might be filming it
0: yeah right around that time but that's certainly not his standard movie correct right i mean he's more of a days of thunder sort of chap
1: no, I mean, we're looking at his, his, his uh, late 90s, early 2000s stuff. He's got, you know, obviously the Mission Impossible films, but he's got like Minority Report and War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, so. Vanilla Sky, guys. Vanilla yeah. Sky.
0: I think, I think if he does that film, if Iron Man comes out in 1999 or 2000, sort of in that, you know, that first wave of Marvel films, there is no unified Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, What do you guys think about that?
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think that they were.
0: They weren't even thinking, thinking that Marvel right?
1: was. Marvel was on
0: their last legs, right? They
1: were not doing well. I mean, there's a reason that they they farmed out the rights to their a lot of their characters to other studios, is because they needed the money.
0: Yeah, they were. Um, they weren't
1: C- doing mode, very well so. at all.
2: But where were know. they in in '98? Like, where was Mar- so like that's Marvel? That's a good question.
1: Like, comics wise,
2: comics were probably
1: coming down at that point.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. When did
1: the When the, did the '90s boom of
2: comics start to wane? Yeah, I think the bubble is probably popping at that point, right? Maybe right before
0: that. I mean... Marvel filed for bankruptcy in 96, okay, and so, so at that point, they have sort of sold off all of their properties to other movie studios to kind okay. of get and that And the money. comics
1: bubble burst in 93, so it was yeah. earlier than I thought. Okay. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I
2: don't think that there's a... I don't think there's an MCU if almost anything is different, right? Like, um, so we're saying John Favreau doesn't, uh, write and direct, um, Iron Man one in, in this case, right?
0: Yeah. We're saying cause, because yeah.
2: he's not attached to it. Cause it's Tom Cruise and his people that would be doing it. Or,
0: we, or like, we can spin off and say Tom Cruise does star in that movie, but obviously if he's involved in it, it's going to be completely different. Like you're not yeah. oh, going to yeah. have that same sort of arc. That Tony Stark has
2: you don't think so I mean it's like it's not the comic book arc yeah. but it's like a yeah. comic or, book or arc. is
0: or is Tom Cruise even as an actor a bit more distracting like he he can't play sure. that same you know there is there is sort of a whimsy to Robert Downey Jr. that's just always been a part of every role that he's played you know sort of like a wink to the camera Tom Cruise is not that type of actor you know
1: no 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 and and Robert Downey Jr. didn't really like he was he was he was a Robert Downey Jr. kind of guy up to that point. He wasn't necessarily inhabiting characters the way he sort of would after this point. Where he would take on a bunch of other different roles to and he would, you know, be Sherlock Holmes and, and Tony Stark and all these. He sort of like became more of a character actor, yeah. if
0: that makes sense. He had his chaplain moment before this.
1: I suppose that's true. But he was definitely yeah. an underdog kind of yeah. like he, I mean, he was definitely not a slam dunk choice when it no, happened. they People didn't. Disney like,
0: said under no circumstance do we want him as Iron Man. That was right. pretty much what they said. So they had to fight for him. Um, obviously, you're not fighting for Tom Cruise. You're, no, or, you're not. You know, for the, and you know,
1: consequently, you're probably... Tom him. Cruise has more say in how the film comes right. out, and that could be to its detriment. You never know. I mean, I mean, I think he's got pretty good instincts when it comes to making films, yeah. but I don't know that they're as well honed at, in this period of his life yet. Well, yeah, he I mean, doesn't
2: know. I, I think you have to look at movies at that weren't that far away from that, like Green Hornet was yeah. a bad movie. Now, I don't know that anything could have made that a good movie. Um, that's just like not an interesting story, I think, and to to yeah. put in in movies. But there's nothing to say that it wouldn't have been on that side of the spectrum. You know, true. Than, sure. than it could have we, been a huge
0: we, flop. Just yeah. you change one, you know. You add two cups of flour instead of one, and all of a sudden you've got a really disgusting cake, and that could absolutely be it. You know, there's there's a synergy of that original Iron Man. I mean, when that movie came out or was announced, even with Robert Downey Jr., no one thought that movie was going to be what it was. No, you know, they thought, yeah, it's probably going to be like X Men Three or something like that. Like, why are we even doing this? Nobody knows who that is. You know, maybe Tom Cruise gets more butts in the seats, um, but. Beyond that, who knows? So let's say, let's say Cruz is in that Favreau film and there is a Marvel cinematic universe. How, how much does Tom Cruise even participate in that? I mean, how does it shape like the focus of what that, that cinematic universe is? Can he share that spotlight? Is he too busy to be, I mean, he's going to want to do all these other films, you know, does Iron Man end up being more of a marginalized character who maybe isn't the focus of civil war who isn't the focus of um infinity war and the and the gauntlets of power you know maybe other (laughs) maybe other characters rise to the top fair
2: yeah i mean i i think i don't think that that would be a deal breaker you know it's like I know Chris Evans, you know, basically doesn't really want to, or has for a long time, not really wanted to continue doing this character, but like in the time span that he was, I think he, he would have been a fine, um, you know, central character. Sure. um, You know, to to base a lot of that stuff around or yeah, someone else, um, you know, we get a Hulk movie that, that gives him, you know, more uh, established character uh, or, or whatever to, to base things around. I think a lot of it depends on
1: how successful Cruz's take on Iron Man is from a box office perspective. I don't think that Marvel Studios thought that Iron Man was going to be the central core of their storytelling through three phases of movies um, from the beginning. I think they made that choice when Iron Man 1 and 2 did really well at the box office and people resonated with the character. That's when they decided, okay, we're running with this. We're putting him in as many projects as it makes sense to do so. And he seems game to do so. Um, If the cruise version of that film doesn't have that same success, then maybe Iron Man isn't core to the storytelling. If there is even an MCU at that point,
0: maybe it is. Maybe then that sort of swaps over to Captain America, who was
2: no, I have a better idea. They pick a small Jewish man from Kansas city, Missouri, Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd. Ant-Man becomes the new star of the MCU.
1: What is Paul Rudd doing around uh, 2000, 2001?
2: friends they came together when was that oh yeah he was doing the end of
1: friends yeah so maybe not the kind of person you want to bank a film franchise on <laughs> yeah. at that point <laughs> i'm not saying that he couldn't have done it yeah. i'm just saying that, yeah, he, that i don't think like, that people saw him yeah, as that
2: kind of person yeah. yet
0: he's clueless you know i don't even know if a 40 when did 40 year old version come out that was far later than that right yeah
2: 2007 or something. yeah
0: or other. so i mean so i think to be fair ant-man was a risk even when the Marvel Universe was cooking at uh, mm-hmm. high temperatures, people were like, "What the hell is this movie going to be?" So well, they're
2: still, they're still like, they're that. still Every, confused, confused by it. Absolutely. <laughs> I think
1: there might be a different, a different angle to this too. In that, um, if Cruise is Tony Stark, Iron Man, and it's a success, um, now you're looking at a world where there maybe aren't any more Mission Impossible movies because now this becomes the character that he wants to run with rather than an Ethan yeah. Hunt. Um,
0: so then the Marvel Cinematic Universe ends up being r- even more Iron Man focused
1: maybe or there's just more Iron Man films yeah um, and maybe there's other characters that show up and there's not quite as unified of an MCU as we have now but you know I don't know that just a knock on effect like if you do because this is right around the time where where you would be spinning up on Mission Impossible 2 and yeah. then eventually a three six years later um, then he I comes don't think, out. With if he's busy doing hits. Iron Man films, I don't think he focuses on the the Mission Impossible because yeah. one wasn't was fine, but it wasn't like a runaway hit.
0: No, I I don't yeah. think one was a great movie. To be honest with you, I think there are other Mission Impossibles that are better. I like think the last later films are
2: much better.
1: Yeah, um, one is okay. Two is like. Uh, uh. Yeah.
2: is three of the JJ. Yeah, three is the JJ. Three That one's okay. Long haired Tom Cruise in that yep. one. Yeah, the, the. Then they started the, to figure it out. The three hyphenated ones are the yeah,
0: yeah, I think yes. that uh, Tom Cruise definitely changes the tone of what it could be, and uh, Here, maybe- I have a question,
2: yeah, did you guys see the mummy the um the the Tom Cruise mummy?
0: No, I didn't did you
2: like no, I didn't, but you know, people didn't like it. What a mistake and that was you know, like that was from the start a um, this is going to be a giant franchise. Right. You know? no, like, we're going to have uh, the I, mummy the and the was to Universal Monsters. Yeah, yeah, that was their universe. cinematic universe.
0: Right. Because they did a Dracula and,
2: movie
1: as well, and uh, did they? It bombed, anything yeah. Anything else? Yeah, it was I terrible. think that was it.
2: And, yeah. And so, I mean, that was obviously very different uh, across the board. Right. That was like this planned thing versus MCU, which was kind of organic, or at least, you know, yeah. wasn't pre-planned in, in that way. Um, but, I mean, you could argue that. That is a foreshadowing of what could have been with uh, with with him, with him in that. Yeah. Again, very different circumstances. Yeah. And like, how
0: much did. in how much input did he have on that movie too? You know, was my he, understanding
2: what, what, is a lot. Oh. My understanding was, yeah, he was okay. He was involved.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, we totally forgot that was the canary in the coal mine for kind of the end of. Hey, we all have to have these giant cinematic universes. That was the. That was the one that brought it all down and realized that it takes a very specific set of circumstances and content that sort of lends itself to it. I mean, what better than comic books to have something like that? I mean, that is, you know, it's the template for everything. The The, the Universal Monsters, maybe not so much.
2: I forgot that, that Russell Crowe was uh, Jekyll and Hyde. I mean yeah. this thing was doing yeah, They, the, they had a whole like
0: photo shoot with them all in the same room, yeah. and this was gonna be a big deal. And then the mummy came out and we're like, what in the hell is this?
1: Yeah. They, missed the, they missed that key factor of you still gotta make good movies.
0: Yep, that's the key.
1: <laughs> Even if they follow a formula, they still gotta be good in some way, you know. A lot of people cry baby over the MCU, oh, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Well, the same thing works.
0: Shut up. It works. Uh having so, fun. So here's one last uh, one last thing that as I was doing research for this, um there's a, there's a rumor going on that Tom Cruise may appear in the next Doctor Strange movie as Tony Stark. Kind of like how... how as in uh, like, It's multiverse. Uh, so he would be right, a multiverse version of Tony Stark in sort of a funny... Right. Yeah,
2: like Toby is hmm. going to be yeah, in there. Like a
0: nod the- to the history that Tom Cruise had with the Iron Man character. What do you think of that, Jared?
1: I would be interested in that.
0: Yeah, I think it's that fine. would be pretty clever actually.
1: I'm okay with the multiverse alternate versions of Tony Stark. I'm not okay with recasting the primary universe Tony Stark with a different actor.
0: What about multiverse Tony Stark but then he gets trapped in the cinematic universe proper and then there's then there's an Iron Man in there that's not the original but mm-hmm. somebody playing I, him.
1: I think if you if you if you write it well and perform it well. I think it works.
0: That's what I think is going to happen. By the way, <laughs> okay. that's what I, mean, I think is going to happen.
2: This, this is like um, when Tom Cruise was in Tropic Thunder. Like he's like, you know, he can play a cameo that's like kind of meant to be silly, or yeah. that in that one it's making fun of him, or so I don't know who it's making fun of. But, um, but I wouldn't. I, that would be fine. You know, I, I think it'd be funny. I mean, certain people would would get it. Most people wouldn't. If he had the eyes wide. What if he? What if if he
0: plays like a like a real like a legitimate character where he's driving the story? I think that'd be interesting too. Not just like, hey, I'm in the background, Tony Stark. Boom, boom, boom. See you later. (laughs) Thank you. And scene. Maybe I should be Tony Stark. Maybe. Thank you. (laughs) Final words. Uh, Best decision. Robert Downey Jr. casted. Over Tom Cruise, yes or no?
1: Well, I, I mean, mean, they weren't. They didn't go head to head in the casting right. decision. It was years removed, but I think ultimately you can't argue that the, the Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark hasn't worked out really, really well for Marvel Studios.
0: I think the I think the verdict is still out on that. Huh? <laughs> well, but you I mean, know what? You
1: kind of have to uh, make a decision based on the available evidence because I don't think there's
2: going to be any more <laughs> like. 10 of the top 15 grossing movies of all time, or whatever yeah. they're crazy. I think that they probably you, are happy you guys with trade.
0: your stats. I mean, yeah, I yeah. think we can all agree that Nick Cage would have been the best Iron Man, obviously. That, <laughs> I think suit, we make can make end it, with that. We know he would we know have demanded
2: Luke's... to play Luke Cage, and uh, that the rest would be history.
1: Oh, I keep thinking of him in that uh Superman suit now, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Wasn't so it a light hangy. up, but that was the Superman of the time, too. So, whatever, yeah. Yeah.
0: well, yeah. not really.
1: It's also the Superman He had long a, hair, but down. he didn't look like True. that. I know. Paul and Rudd is Superman, right? If we
0: want Paul that. Rudd <laughs> a Superman. He could play any of those characters.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, gentlemen, thank you for participating in the inaugural version of the Scope Suppose That. I've got many more alternate reality, alternate visions of what history could be, and I think we'll be coming back to this from time to time, so All right. get ready for it. Let's take a break from Suppose That, and we'll be back. With coming soon in the end of our program, right after this. Look out for the laser! It's the scope. Under under the scope. Yes, indeed, under the scope. And it's coming soon, right now. Right now. Adam, I just want to jump in and say... That you can tell I'm an old man because in that last uh, throw to the break, I actually called the scope a program. And nobody (laughs) calls things programs anymore except ancient, ancient men. Yep. Surprised I didn't throw Matlock in there while I was at it. Adam, what's Um, coming soon? Maybe some Rockford Files. Hey, uh,
2: real quick. Did you guys know Paul Rudd, his first movie was Clueless? That's his first. Really? Yeah, he did some TV stuff before that, but that was his first movie. Anyway, wow. um, let's see. Movies this week. Um, I don't know what this is, but it's an Edgar Wright movie, so I guess I'm interested. The Last Night in Soho. Yes. Uh, uh, I guess, yeah, the last Edgar Wright movie Scott, I saw uh, was... With...
1: What's her name from uh, The Queen's Gamut? Yes. Uh, on, Taylor uh, Joy.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's about, but Edgar Wright usually pretty good. Um let's see there's another paranormal activity movie coming out. So Shane, there you go, your favorite.
0: Uh, I'm waiting. It's actually waiting to download right now. I pre-ordered okay. it and it's going to just be there for me when that moment comes.
2: Um Justine Bateman has a uh, movie she's written and directed called Violet that's coming out. That stars mm-hmm. Olivia Munn. Okay. Okay. Uh so I'd shout that out just Olivia Munn uh in the news recently because she's pregnant with John Mullaney's baby and I hope yeah. that uh, works out really well for both of them? Did you, for all
0: three of them? Did you see John Mulaney's appearance on Seth's? Yep. I thought that yep. was super awkward. Yes, it
2: was incredibly awkward.
0: It and, was But mm, honest. Yeah, for sure. It I hope really I weird. genuinely
2: hope everything is yeah. good.
0: Nothing, there's nothing better than going through all that stuff and then having a baby like 2 months after you get out of rehab or whatever it is. It was it's hard. a very That's compressed the, timeline. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it's going to end well. That's my prediction. <laughs> wow. Yep. Harsh. <laughs> hey, I love John Mulaney. I think he's a super talent, but he definitely came off as mortal in that interview. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah. Um, and then that's it for movies. Uh, Eternals comes out uh,
0: next week. You guys excited about week. that? Yes or no? Yes. I don't know. It doesn't get know. the benefit of the doubt from Adam. I don't know what I I, mean, I like, hey, I like
2: Kumail a lot, yeah. uh, but this is this feels like Nicole Kidman thing. I don't know why, but... Do you like Harry uh, Styles? what's yeah i read that news today um
0: i uh, mean last but, week yes
2: oh yeah sorry um but <laughs> like there's something about seeing angelina jolie dressed up like a superhero and i'm like and it's not not like angelina jolie is is an actress on the uh, nicole kidman level but i'm I'm still like why are you dressed up like a superhero you should be a normal
0: i don't know five of me. her
2: kids to the premiere that's, that's I, some, I, some I, of them are
0: grown. the <laughs> other six are really pissed they didn't get the invite that's true <laughs> uh
2: music uh again lots of bands i don't recognize a lot of their names but uh here's some that i give do give me
0: one that you don't recognize along with the ones you do
2: oh okay you want me to like mix it up to... yeah,
0: give me, a sk- and i'll tell you if i recognize them because i'm very <clears throat> hip and with it okay um <laughs> sorry why are I, you laughing I,
2: cl- I close these tabs <laughs> Sorry, uh, i thought you had it right yeah. you look. you were looking well, no, at your screen I, like i right have there. i have the ones i saved i don't have the ones that i um I could just make up a name. And yeah, make up like, a name. Oh, yeah. Go, yeah,
0: I've heard. I love those guys.
2: Yeah. Love. <laughs> the lovely bonsais. The lovely bonsais. Lovely awesome. Bonsais. Love those guys. Um, okay. Here, we're going to do it like this. stay. <laughs> That's made up, right? Who are they?
0: <laughs> right, I did not mean to make our show longer, Jared. I, I thought know. he was right there. What a, what now a shame we're, he now we're in the muck, so we might as well. <laughs> might as well.
2: You know that they split this up into uh, two parts now. Really? Um, the july december is a different list than the january through uh whatever the other month's called all right so there we go i'm all set now so uh ed she ran okay i've heard you know, of him Ed she ran uh jpeg mafia okay the war on drugs they might be giants um my morning jack no that's last week <laughs> <laughs> this uh. seems familiar <laughs> this list seems familiar mastodon Ugh. Uh, Whitechapel white um the war on drugs. Um <laughs> <I hear laughs> like Amos, the war on drugs. 14 albums, and uh, and they might be giants.
0: Okay. I think that we're all on the same page with that.
2: Yeah, I like JPEG Mafia as like a as a cool name. Video games, we've got a new Age of Empires. If you are into RTSs and uh Mario Party superstars. Mm. If you're into the Mario parties.
0: People love Mario parties. That's kind of it. All right. Okay. No video games? That was it. <laughs> you just what? did video hey, games. Oh, sorry, Friday? I looked down for one second. Mario Party Superstar. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Shane has checked out. I'm out, checked everyone. Out. I am out. checked out. Listen, we've been going down the alternate reality universe wormhole, and it's hard. It's hard on my brain, and you got to cut me some slack. Thank you. Jared, mm-hmm. let's wrap it yeah. up. Under, 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 under the scope. Mm hmm. It's all you, Jayhawk.
1: It's part of the program where we take your program, mm-hmm. finely aged, well crafted, artisanal comments and we read them back to you, we play them back to you, and sometimes we don't do any of that because there's none. But this time we've actually got feedback, and uh, I'm going to start it off with a little bit of voicemail. We got a voicemail in the voicemail line. Okay. You ready for this? Here we go.
0: Ready? Oh.
1: That was it. That was it. <laughs> you want to hear it again?
0: Yes. Here's I, a, here's... I need to
1: code this. Okay. Listen carefully.
0: Two, six, seven, six, oh. Oh. So I feel like he was giving her the number, and yeah. it was the wrong number, and then she recognizes. Oh. This isn't right. Two, six, seven, six, oh. 2673. Oh. That's not the right one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? So um, this came through. Um, it's a Google Voice phone number, and you get a transcription when the message is left, and it literally just came in as O H period. <laughs> I'm like, well, I gotta see what that's about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like an error when I saw that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe some. I mean, of the succinct
1: best- <laughs> to the to the heart. Uh, I mean, it's a valid critique. Honestly, uh, I think we could probably learn a lot from this moment and try to do better. Agreed. All right. Moving on. We also have a email comment from listener Ken. Ken writes, uh, where is it? Here it is. Here it is. Around 41 and 45 minutes into the show. Apparently this is two occasions. I believe someone was eating with silverware. I think people should guess the food being consumed. My guess is Adam was eating a cannoli and put his fork down and knife on fine china between bites. (coughs) Adam, were you eating a cannoli at both forty-one and forty-five minutes into the show? This would be, I think, episode
2: three hundred three. You remember what you are
0: eating? What were you eating?
2: I was eating something. Do we want people to guess? I mean, they'll have to. We won't know until January. I mean, or the so. listener guessed.
1: Listener Ken already guessed. I don't know if you yeah. can confirm.
2: I will what? say it was not a cannoli. Not was a it cannoli? Italian based? <laughs> no. <laughs> Italian was it, any, any, was it sort? any
1: sort of dessert? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, it was a dessert. Yeah. Oh. Cheese
1: Piece of
0: oh, it was no. a piece of birthday cake. No. Leftover birthday cake. No. Now that I'm out, I'm I'm plumb out of ideas.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I guess we'll just have to let the mystery percolate for a while. Moving fair, on. Fair enough. Uh, this next comment uh, is from still from Ken. He's got a lot to say. Uh, it guy. also germane to the conversation we just had. Shane is correct that there will be another Tony Stark, likely in 2030. Very specific year. (laughs) It will disappoint Jared to admit that he was wrong, but he will accept the role and his newfound fame. The weight training paid off more than he anticipated. He's saying, I'm going to be the new (laughs) Tony Stark. (laughs) Nice.
0: Would you take that, or are you you so against recasting Tony Stark that you would decline the role I, of I think the
1: multiverse opens the possibility of me playing a Tony Stark I don't know what take my take would be on it uh, maybe I maybe I'm better suited to play the zombie Tony Stark honestly
2: you know I gotta say guys if you've ever read any of the QAnon pr- predictions this prediction reads a lot like a lot like those predictions
0: so, yeah. like it feels like this is QAnon inspired a Q related Q adjacent type of email yeah.
1: Yeah. So. There's some sort of coded language in here. Yeah. We need the Bible. Well, we, need the, we need the Q Bible to decode it. Figure out what the secret message is. That's the one with Trump on the front, I think. Right. And finally, a little inside curling talk. Uh-oh. When will there be more curling talk? In particular, how Shane comes up with the original team names.
0: That's inside. That's definitely that's very inside, inside, inside baseball. baseball. We um, don't
1: need to go into any more detail. I just thought throw it out there because obviously there's a bone to pick with you and your original team names. I think the names are inspired, but...
0: What do you Listener know? Listen, you you're be too, the judge? You're too close to it. I'm too close to it. You're absolutely right. Um, All right. And folks. to just an, to just to answer that question, no curling yeah. talk the last two episodes. It's true. None. And no Zero. football talk and, by the way until either. Now. None. It's true. Zero. Are you
1: upset by the lack of football and or curling talk? Do you have comments on what Adam likes to eat for dessert during the show? Please write in comments at thescopeshow.com show.com or call the voicemail line. Maybe you just have a monosyllabic response. Six one two twenty one That is 612-217-2673. Please do not misdial. Please call with intention.
0: 7663?
1: Oh! That when you leave a call, it is a binding contract. Your audio will be included in the show because we need it. Multi-universe
0: it. Tony Stark? Oh!
1: Exactly. You can also comment on Facebook or on our Twitter account. Those links are on our website at scopeshow.com If you'd like to watch the show where you can see Adam just uh, hand in his head in his hands, just waiting for this moment to end so we can go find another dessert to eat. I'm tired. Curb that YouTube Kai. link also on our website, yeah. thescopeshow.com. If you'd like to support the show, Shane, this is where I make the call for money. This is love called it. action. This I is where we have it. the listeners support us directly. Patreon.com slash show. As I said earlier, you can pledge a little bit of money. It's not going to hurt you. You're not even going to miss it. You just maybe you don't buy a big grab of Doritos once a month. Instead, you give it to the
0: scope. All what, right. What do they say in succession? Action stations. That's what we're Action getting. Action stations. Into. Right. Absolutely. Ow. Oh.
1: Amazon. Whatever. Thescopeshow.com/slash/amazon. Click the link. You know how Amazon stuff works. Yes. Back to you, Shane.
0: Bring down society with the supporting of Amazon and the scope. That's what we appreciate. Hardy Hill. Well, thanks to our voicemail. Thanks to listener Ken. We love those interactions with our listeners on our program. It's fantastic. Uh, Jared and Adam, thank you for going down this wormhole of alternative pop culture facts. More of that to come. Mm -hmm. And to the listener, the regular listener out there, thanks for supporting us, listening to our show. I think it's time to wrap it up. So for Jared... And Adam and myself will be back soon with more Scope. But until then, bye for now. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope faithful. The days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at scopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing... 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Arrivederci. Edge. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope.